All right. Welcome to the 25th episode of How Not to Suck at the Stocks. Your host, Dan Hansen. First off, this show is for entertainment purposes only, and two, it's extremely not safe for work. So please, hide your dicks so we can get started. This episode is CFA Level 1, December 2018. What to expect while you're expecting to fail. Now, if you've already listened to my other CFA podcast and you've already read a shitload of my Reddit posts, then this isn't for you. This episode is for the absolute noob. You're a first-time level one test taker, and you have no idea what to expect going in the test day. You're scared. You're frightened. You're like a little girl. Okay, it's okay. I'm I'm here for you guys. So let me uh, let me go to my my outline. All right. According to this, if you've put in the time and effort necessary then you're going to be fine. So you've put in your 300 hours or whatever would fit your background. You've done uh, mocks and you've done the end of the chapter questions and you've read through the material a few times and you've taken notes and tried to shore up your problem areas and written formula sheets. If you've done all that, you're fine. You're fine. You, You are way ahead of the game. Most people fail because they are ill prepared. Um, they don't put the time in that's necessary. And if you're one of those people, yeah, come here, let's have a little talk. Okay. Let's say you're like, Hey Dan, I, I only put in 50 hours. Am I fucked? Yes. Yes. You are fucked. But here's the silver lining. You've already paid to take the exam. You presumably are going to take it again in June So it will behoove you to go in and take it now, even though you are fucked. And plus, who knows? You might get lucky. Uh, So and and stay during the break. So many people leave during the break. It's insane. For level one, uh, it just turns into a fucking ghost town after the break. I swear to God. But just stay. Come on. It'll be excruciating, but it'll help you uh, next time. Let's see. Okay, so I'm recording this on the Wednesday before the exam. The exam is this Saturday, December 2nd, Uh, depending on when you're listening to this. So if you're listening to this uh, Wednesday or the Thursday, yeah, you still have time to do a mock. You still have time to do some questions um, and do some review. But if you're listening to this on the day before, the Friday before, then the time for all of that is past. Like you have trained as much as you're going to have trained. Now is not the time to cram, my friend. Uh, you cannot get nine women pregnant. Wait, no, you can, you can't get nine women pregnant. What's this quote? You cannot make nine ba- wait. You cannot make one baby in a month by getting nine women pregnant. Thank you, brain. Uh, so, just the the last day, the Friday before the exam, the the day before the exam, just relax. Just chillax to the Mizax, as kids would say, probably. Uh, sit with your notes, sit with your note cards, read your formula sheet. Uh, you know, just keep put all your ducks in a row. I like to make a checklist. Uh, 
And I like to have a, a staging area. So I'll clear off my dining room table and I'll put my passport on there and my, my printout sheet and my wallet and my keys and my pencils and erasers and calculators and extra batteries and the screwdriver for the battery and earplugs and my notes. I like to print out two sets of notes, one for the AM, one for the PM. I like to read them before I go into the test center and uh, just everything I can need. It's all there. I like to call someone for a ride just in case my my shit car breaks down and that's how i alleviate my stress by over preparing and then the night before just just ignore the text messages ignore the emails grandma's in the hospital grandma can wait if she's dead she'll still be dead after the exam i'm joking of course uh that's that's a, a personal life choice for you whether or not you want to jeopardize your test by going to see Graham. Hopefully this doesn't happen. I don't even know why I'm bringing it up. Why am I putting that thought in your head? I'm a sadistic fuck. What can I say? Uh, Let's see. Get to bed early. Early to bed. Early to rise. You wake up. You drive there, presumably. Uh, Find the location. This last time in 2018, they moved the location on me. That was undue stress. That was stress that I did not need or require on test day. But I got there early, so it wasn't a huge deal. Um, It felt like one at the time, but I passed, so apparently it wasn't a huge deal. Uh, Eat your breakfast. I like to bring my own breakfast. You know, I I like to pack my breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Eat my own breakfast, review my notes. Okay, so now it's time to take the exam. Uh, it, the doors open at eight. It actually starts at nine. I like to w- wait till it's close to nine before I walk in there, just cause I like to, you know, review the formula sheet last minute to commit anything. I'm having trouble memorizing, uh, to short term memory, that sort of thing. You don't want to get a question wrong because you just forgot which coefficient goes in front of some bullshit. Uh, let's see. So you sit down, <clears throat> you take the test. All right. You're going to be relieved at how simple the if you're prepared if you've been doing the mocks and everything you're going to be relieved at how simple the exam is in comparison now maybe i shouldn't say this because if you sit down and you don't think it's easier you're going to shit yourself so maybe i maybe i should work on my psychology here but my point is is the real exam should be easier than the mocks. Maybe it's just because you've reached the zenith of your preparation. Maybe it's because you got the adrenaline going, but that was my experience. Except there are still going to be questions that you just have no idea what they're talking about. Like, did they even ask us what the elephant curve when it meets the camel by the the right Friday of the noon, there's going to be shit that doesn't make any sense. That's fine. You can skip it. Just put a star next to it, skip it, and come back to it. Don't beat your head against the wall on one question. It's 120 questions per half. Just skip them. Skip Skip as many as you want. Skip fucking 30 questions if you want doesn't matter but that's just proper time management you skip them you do the ones you know and then you go back to the ones that you didn't know at first and here's the thing here's the psychology behind it or perhaps even the biology of it is when you first saw the question you you saw it from a certain perspective now that you're coming back to it later you're seeing it from a different perspective that may be enough 
for you to, for something just to click in your head, for you to have a eureka moment. Or maybe you saw something else on the exam that, that uh, triggered uh, the right part of your brain to remember something, to help you answer the question. Or maybe your subconscious was working on it while you were away. Whatever the answer is, I don't know, maybe it's all of the above. I found that sometimes you get back to a question that didn't make any sense, you come back to it, and boom, oh, it's B. Yeah. And sometimes you're still fucked. Sometimes you read it again and you still don't know. So you just skip it again. And I keep doing that. I keep cycling through the questions I've skipped until I get to like, okay, these, I just don't know. I'm going to have to guess on these. But before I do, I'm going to go through the rest of the exam and I'm going to just reread every question to make sure that uh, Mr. Most Likely didn't pay me a visit or Mr. Least Likely, rather, didn't pay me a visit or to make sure I read everything properly. I, I redo all the math to make sure I didn't uh, fat finger a number somewhere. And then at the very end, remember, I have my watch. Actually, I don't think I mentioned the bring a watch, but bring a watch. And because they're going to be calling out how much time you have left, I prefer to have a, a stopwatch with me, like a you know, wristwatch with a stopwatch functionality on it you get for like, you know, 10 bucks at Walmart. And that'll let me know, you know, how much time I have left so I don't get caught off guard and I can properly manage my time that way. I know how much time I'm burning. And uh, when I get down to the end, then I'm just going to guess on uh, everything. Then I'm, the ones I have left, okay, well, and you're still going to get a third of those right. So it's not the end of the world. Um, let's see. So I've spent a lot of time talking about the guessing. That's because that is so important. You know, if you don't know it, you don't know it. That's fine. But you're going to get that problem wrong, presumably. You're just going to guess on it. That's fine. But don't let that drain you so you get other problems wrong as well. I, hopefully, I've driven that point home. Uh, the proctors. Uh, if you think the proctors are going to be just, um, you know, these CFA charter holders, they're not. They're going to be, They're, in my case, super friendly, super great people. Uh, but they don't necessarily know what the exam is about. Uh, they've been told different things on how to how to spot cheating. As long as you don't cheat, you're going to be fine. As long as you use common sense, you're going to be fine. Uh, you know, don't look at other people's sheets when you get up to go to the bathroom, and they'll explain how that process works. Just keep your eyes forward. You know, use common sense. Um, eventually, they're going to call lunch. Uh, they may let you out for lunch late, so time your time is going to be cut short. Uh, any place that's serving lunch in the area is probably going to have a long line. So bring your own lunch. Um, then for the second half, this is where doing all those mocks is really going to have helped you. Doing full mocks under test conditions are really going to help you because it's not easy to do a six-hour test. It is mentally draining. So in the second half, uh, you know, yeah, expect that you know, your brain might start getting tired. And that's fine. It's getting tired for everyone. Trust me, everyone is feeling the fatigue. That's already baked into the uh, pass and fail rate. You're not unique in that regard. And uh, yeah, you're just going to, same as the first, you're going to go through it. It might see, Some people are going to say it's harder. Some people are going to say it's easier. It's the same exam for everyone, I believe. So it's just a matter of perspective, I suppose. And then you're done. I think I once said... It's like taking the world's largest shit while coming all at the same time. It's just the biggest release. And you're done. And then uh, you're on to do it again. Whether you pass or fail, uh, you're on to do it again. 
And that's really it. Um, I just wanted to mention some things real quick that don't have to do uh, with that exactly. It has to do with my last episode, the Black Friday edition that had to do with being cheap and saving money on your purchases. Uh, this is a website. I'm not getting any sort of kickback. Maybe maybe someday I will, but uh, today I'm not getting any sort of kickback. Retail me not uh, before I buy something. So I'm going to buy something on Best Buy. I'll first check out Retail Me Not, type Best Buy into it, and see if there's like a 10% or a 20% off promo or something they have. Sometimes you get lucky. Uh, second thing having to do with shipping and handling off Amazon is it'll say qualifies for free shipping, but then when you actually uh go to the checkout, they have you paying for shipping because that, that's the default. So just switch it to the free shipping. And trust me, I used to sell on Amazon. There is not going to be a noticeable difference in the time frame in which you get uh, your product. Um, the, the, the seller is going to pick first is going to pick first class for small items and priority mail for larger items. And that's going to be true no matter uh, which of those two options you paid. If you pay for the overnight shipping, then of course, that's a little bit different. Uh, what else? Uh, Card Cookie was a place I bought gift cards off of. I'm just mentioning them because I had a customer service issue with them, and they handled it very well. And they asked for a shout-out on Facebook, and I said, I'll do you one better. I'll give you a shout-out on my podcast. So literally, 11s of people uh, can hear me, can, can, can hear it. Card Cookie. So anyway, uh, this has been Dan Hansen with another episode of How Not to Suck at the Stocks. Good luck, folks.